This is Jen. This is Tara. This is the GoFull Amazon podcast. We are lifelong Amazon athletes that have learned to embrace our size, our strength, and our outrageous love for life. Through fitness, faith, friendship, and food, we will laugh and connect and share how we go full Amazon in all areas of our lives. Welcome back to Go Full Amazon. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited about this episode. I am too, and we're going to try to be better this time, because the last episode, we totally just trailed off at the end and didn't... We didn't even say anything. We didn't say anything. I love ya. <laughs> like, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I know, we didn't say where we didn't do anything anybody. professional whatsoever. No, that was the most unprofessional we've ever been. That's okay. okay. We were kind of like a little harried. Yeah. Kids can do that too. Yeah. Yeah, like mine, my little, my little firecracker. <laughs> yeah, he always, he always shows up a little, a little hairy. We were actually just laughing, because... Jen and her son just had like a little minor disagreement and her cat, who's special, <laughs> totally special. <laughs> was sitting on the bed with his wonky eye. <laughs> Looking like very like strange. Look, we were like yeah, wondering what is this exchange yeah. that's going on? Was he like, oh, what's happening right now? Or like, yeah, that's pretty normal around here. And in fact, this is a good segue into our talk because last time we talked about relationships and relationships and we brought up the concept of uh, masculine and feminine energies and then you've been getting a ton of commentary on it and so well yeah we have a super fan that keeps asking us is asking us about it <laughs> our we, one super fan we really appreciate him <laughs> um and we have a couple super fans but one in particular has really was really very had a lot of questions about actually a lot of i actually had more than just one i mean there was definitely a couple people that had we had sparked some interest in this whole idea and concept about masculine and feminine energy and how that um, incorporates into relationships and, you know, and really everything, the way you operate in the world and, um, probably even dealing with our kids. If we think about it, it really Mm -hmm. could probably deal with anything, but it's really about like where we come from. And so it's really interesting because I think you and I have obviously been talking about it on our own. Um, and we brought it up a little bit in our last podcast, but now I know for me, I did a little bit more deep diving into like what I think about masculine and feminine energy and like and you did too, so it's interesting. Yeah, and there's there's an interesting way to think about it because like, like currently we live in a world now where people are terrified of labels and um, anything gender related. And and here's the deal: like, it's masculine and feminine energy. It has nothing to do with biological sex. Um, nope. Has but you do need to differentiate between. The two. So yes, and if we think there's going energy, to be labels. It's right. an energy. It's an energy. So it's a it's a it's a characteristics and energy. It's not right. it's not organs, it's not right. biological, it's not DNA or anything like that. It's like characteristics. Just like it would be right. if you, you know, are more like introverted or extroverted. Right. Like things like that. And you, there's also no negative connotations taken out yeah. of it. There's a lot of neutrality associated with it, which I didn't know because you know, I told you I've been taking this course. Um, and one of the things they asked us was to write down what, what words came to mind for us when discussing masculine energy and what words came to mind for feminine. And for me, masculine came out as strong, brave, aggressive, um, whereas feminine um, came out as um, soft, meek. Um, and that's actually nothing, nothing to do with either one of those energies. No. It's more about receiving and doing um and and whether we want to admit it or not there's an actual difference between men and women and most men not all tend to prefer being in their masculine energy and most women not all 
tend to prefer to be in their feminine energy. Yeah. That Does that mean one sex is weaker than the other yeah. or one stronger? No, it's just that we live in different energies and we have both riding within yes. us, but that some of us tend to be stronger in our masculine and some of us tend to be stronger in our feminine. And that's the only difference. And I think it's really interesting to know too that like you can have you can be in balance with that, you mm-hmm. know, because we do both have those. And like some of the, some of the characteristics, like just so we kind of understand that right. a little bit better too, is like silver masculine is definitely doing like doing, achieving, striving, organization, pushing, perseverance, like things like that. Those are definitely in that masculine yeah, quality. Task oriented, which I actually tend uh, to live in, but yeah. I've, you know, I've been a competitive athlete for a, such a long time yeah. and a single mom for yeah. a long time that I'm constantly doing, constantly making lists, constantly doing that. And I do, like, when I'm in it too much, I can feel myself getting burnt out and yes. resentful. Yes. Um, and then for the, on the flip side, the feminine is about, like, being. So, like, being creative, patient, open, open-minded, like a relaxed state, you know? Mm-hmm. So, again, that's not being a pushover. That's right. not being meek. It's just about a, basically a way... That you're operating in like your world, you know, and again, in a partnership, mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting, too, is that um, I know I'm the same way. Like, I know my imbalance comes from what I'm too much in because I, I at my, my core in my baseline. I'm definitely more feminine, even though I have a very strong presence I'm athletic all that kind of stuff but for me I'm more natural in that more feminine side I've had to cultivate that Mm. but I also have had to do the same thing as you like I'm in charge of everything in my life Mm -hmm. like I have to be in charge of the kids and the bills and the way the household runs because if you think it comes back to like that caveman time like I'm supposed to be the one who's kind of home cooking and cleaning and all that kind of stuff which is biologically like okay for me (laughs) you know I mean I know I'm bringing making it very simple so when I have to go into more of those masculine roles it's actually pretty uncomfortable for me but I've had to do it because that's how we survive as my family that's how we've had Mm. to survive even when I was married and you just made you just made me think of this point because just because of the state of the world there's there's this concept within um feminism and I, I guess no other word for it but like wokeness where we're trying to convince women to be strong all the time and not do the things like cooking cleaning and stuff like that because if you're female and you like that that's okay that's like what makes you happy and that's what you do so you don't have to you don't have to be a high achieving kind of doer person if you like want to cook and and dance and flow like by all means like go ahead and conversely we're in a world now where and i don't want people to think that i'm not into like strong women and promoting women's equal rights there's a difference there's like this this is like Mm -hmm. this concept it's almost like feminism on steroids where we're like men should kind of hold back and stop achieving and and embrace more of their softness and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and and while i agree we all need to it's probably more that we have to balance our energies a little bit more yes I don't think we need to tell men to stop achieving. No. I don't need. I think we need to, you know, mm-hmm. tell women to, you know, go hard and be aggressive all the time. Like that's that's not what we're talking yeah. about. We're talking about balancing energy. Well, and I think it's really interesting too because there's a whole piece of this too about sexual attraction too, which mm-hmm. I think is so important. You know, because I think that I know for me, and I can just tell you from my own experience and things like that. Like when I am operating from a place that's a little bit more like receiving and giving and um 
uh, full of empathy and, 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 and questioning like, you know, where someone's coming from instead of coming from a place of like, of doing and organizing and being structured and controlling and all that kind of stuff. Like there's a natural flow that happens almost with the sexual attraction too, you know, because I think biologically like that would come, I mean, to like our core, even though like, you know, that's the stuff that like men are attracted when we are a little bit more soft. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's really hard because we are like strong, independent, like we can still be strong, independent women, but we also can be soft. And I think that's the kind of thing that I have to always keep remembering ourselves. And it's funny. So we we went out to dinner, me and Jen and another couple, and I was discussing this book that I read that kind of pertains to this whole concept of masculine and feminine energy, but it's more about embracing. It's more, it's more written geared towards women, strong women like us in in achieving more femininity and if you're a strong female like when you start to read it you're going to get a little bit triggered at first um but the basic gist if you can get around this, wait we'll stop that for a minute what were the triggers like what triggered for you in that when you're reading the book because when you're a strong female there's a little bit of it in the book it's called the queen's code it's more learning about how to surrender a little bit to men when you're in relationship mm. because what makes us sexy and attractive is our ability to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and open and receive because whether we like it or not men are more likely to let down their guard and be safe with you and be more open if you are like that mm-hmm. yeah and there's this it's probably hard because i'm always like why should i be the one to start it <laughs> off but the reality is this is one of our gifts. Like we're yeah. really good at being emotionally intelligent and realizing when a relationship needs work. And I'm not saying men don't, but I'm just saying this is just like, it, it tends to be a strength of women, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so there's nothing wrong with us initiating conscious communication is yeah. what I would call it. Yeah, I love that. And recognizing that there's a time and place when men are open and and more willing to communicate with you. And it's learning how to do that and how to make them feel safe and feel good because then you're going to spark that change Mm -hmm. within them. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, you do have to let go a little bit. Well, I think that comes down to that balance like you were talking about. Like, you know, I mean, you can't, it's out of balance if you're operating always from that masculine side of your, of your personality. Right. It's just, I mean, there's no way you can live in in all of them, you know, because I mean, I know there's examples of people that like all masculine is like. There's no empathy and there's no room for vulnerable discussions and things like that, you know, and, and it's interesting because even my partner, um, who's lived in a very masculine world, his entire, I mean, we're talking about his entire life. I mean, talk about major masculine world. Um, it's been really a beautiful thing to watch him almost embrace a little bit more of his like feminine energy and like be open to more communication and open to more vulnerability. And I've been able to show him a little bit of that and he on the other side Mm -hmm. has really allowed me in a safe place to be more vulnerable and feminine myself yeah so i'll give you a good example of from the book it's called the queen's code and there's this initial part where it talks about um men want to be the hero Mm. and i'd be curious to know the men who are listening to our podcast i would love to hear your thoughts on this and whether this rings true for you but i've been experimenting with a little bit and this doesn't mean that we're damsels in distresses mm-hmm. that need to be saved. It means that men gain confidence out of doing things for you that make you happy. Mm. So it is okay as a as a strong woman to step back 
And if a man offers to do something for you that makes you happy or makes your life a little bit easier, it's okay to step back and receive that. And that in turn gives him confidence and makes him feel good and like lets him puff his chest a little better. And it also increases his attraction for you if that's what yes. you want. Yes. Um, and then, uh, how did I want to phrase that? And then you as a woman, you're kind of practicing your feminine in receiving and mm-hmm. surrendering. Now, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It doesn't mean that he doesn't think that you can't yeah. do it. He just wants to do it. So that's what it means to let, if, if you're in a relationship with a man and you want to practice this, mm-hmm. you can practice surrendering a little bit. And I actually did this last week in the gym. So I was at the YMCA and Mark had bought me these earrings and I went to take my sweatshirt off and one of the earrings popped out. And so I'm on the ground looking for this earring and all of a sudden four older men come over and they're like, do you need help? And so I was like, I'm going to try this. I go, oh my God, I would love if you guys help me find my earring is so special to me. It's very important. and I don't want to lose it. All four guys on the ground looking for this earring. And it wasn't like I'm trying to manipulate them, but I'm like, if they want to help me, I'm going to let them help me. Of course. And then, you know, they, they one of them found the earring and I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Yeah. And like, they, they walked away, like they're super happy because they got to help me and I found my earring. And I bet you a couple of them wanted to have sex with you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. They probably did. <laughs> but that, that's what I mean by letting... Yes a man be the hero. Mm -hmm. And And I think it's so interesting because I think it's not, I think too, there's also, um, there's also like allowing that just to be now part of your, like your life. And so I, and, and what I mean by that is we can cultivate for us women like myself who does have some masculine energy that I have to have in my life because that's how I survive. But for me to really cultivate the stuff that I'm most comfortable with is actually more my feminine energy. That is more about like connection with women, Mm -hmm. dancing, Mm -hmm. like artsy stuff, like being creative, like, you know what I mean? Being quiet, like reading, like things like that, that are just, that's like that stuff is also part of it. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to necessarily be in like just how we interact interact with our partners. It's more about how we like operate in our world too. You know, which in turn, our partner see us doing that, it makes us way more attractive. Right. But, you know, and that the reason I got into it was because that was where the area where I was struggling because my masculine energy serves me well in yeah. at home and it serves me well at work and yes. in my business. Yes. But it was causing a struggle in my relationship. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. Right. And granted, like every, every relationship has other issues, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to work on this and yeah. practice it because I know this is something that I can control right. and do. And then he has to do his stuff. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because I'm raising boys in my house, you know? And it is really funny because I always think that I have to rule with the more masculine side because that's the only way they'll respond to me. Mm. But the reality is that when I'm actually quiet and I'm actually, like, if I get emotional, that's when they mostly respond to me. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Mm. <laughs> and there's one of them right there. <laughs> not, not responding to anything. <laughs> But it is, I mean, it is, it's a very funny thing because, you know, again, I, as a single mom in a house full of boys, you know, there's a piece of me that's like, well, I have to be tough and loud and mm. obnoxious and like mm. physical and all that stuff. And mine don't respond to me that way when I'm like that. They yeah. hate it. They actually hate it. Lawson has told me before he like hates when I get like that. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess I could say that about my two, because when I yell at Wyatt, he'll get like stone faced and like growl at me. Yeah. And stuff like that. And Logan will too. 
Whereas like Shauna, if I go to, if I go head to head with her and I'm aggressive, like she backs down and she's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny? <laughs> but if I have feelings, she's kind of like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you and your feelings. But the boys probably are like, the boys probably like, oh, yep. mom, we're so sorry. I mean, yep. yeah. If I start crying in front of them, they're like, mom, why are you crying? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? Right. We're sorry. Yeah. And that also doesn't mean like, you know, you just start crying like whenever you're in a tough point of relationship. It's more about being open and yeah. being honest and vulnerable about yeah. like what you're really feeling yeah. and thinking. I and love this topic, I have to tell you. I like, do too. And I find it so much more interesting. I mean, we talk about so many different things and I feel like we do workshops on so many different things, but there's, you know, very different than like a personality test or introverted versus extroverted and things like that. Like I love this because I feel like it's a yeah. fluid flowing yeah. that you get permission to have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of fascinated with it because I think for a long time I have given men like a bad rap and granted some men probably have deserved it, but I, I think there's more to men than what we give them credit for. Um, and I think feminism in terms of like advancing our sports careers and getting us like higher pay in the workforce has been great. But I also think it came with a cost. I think, there's this extreme of feminism where we're emasculating men and I think it's, it's making men shrink, Mm -hmm. um, these days. And so you're seeing like this imbalance in feminine and and masculine energy where you see these really, really strong women, which is great. They're doing that, but they're almost too much in their masculine. Mm -hmm. And then you have these guys who are too much in their feminine and they're, and they're shrinking. And then there's, you know, the reality is polarity in the bedroom and in relationship is what is attractive is attractive yeah and, and the reality is need. i mean i obviously there's people who are who are attracted to different genders and all that stuff i'm not going to get into that because it's too complicated but i know for me i know most of my friends who are female prefer a strong yes. masculine mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. who can also have an in-depth relationship with them and have deep conversations yeah. you know in the privacy of their relationship yeah yeah and I think there's a lot more guys out there that are sensitive and vulnerable and they they put up a front to protect themselves because there is this assault on men right and I think and again and I think that that's really important in this in this conversation is just to always be reminding being like we have both fluid we but we have both energies in us correct we do and when you're out of balance that's when you just get uncomfortable. And then you're either operating from like, you know, an imbalance and too much masculine or an imbalance of too much feminine. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then it just isn't, it isn't working, you know. So what were some of the other questions that you got? <sighs> I mean, I just, I got basically, I mean, I got some interesting ones about like basically like ch- some, some childhood stuff. Like did, mm-hmm. you know, were you close to your mom? You know, is this because of like, you know, issues with the dad? Like, you know, does it come from that stuff? And for me, the research that I had done I don't think it's really tied to that kind of stuff, you know? I think it's really just the way that you feel more comfortable in your own skin. Um, I would say that, you know, if I did, if I, if I was talking about my mom specifically, I would say that my mom was way more traditional in the feminine energy-wise. Like, mm-hmm. she was very... Um, submissive, submissive is not the right word because she definitely was not like that with my dad. She I, would say I would say she was traditional. But she was traditional. traditional. Like she was yeah. always she cooked for my dad every time I walked mm-hmm. in the door. We she really catered to him and right. his needs and things like that. Right. But she also did her own thing and she stood up for herself. Right. It wasn't like she was just right. you know, submissive and docile right. and stood back, you know. Right. Um, and I guess your mom was a single mom for a long time. She probably didn't mind in the my it's just my guess cooking 
and cleaning for your dad. No. Mm-mm. It was probably a nice break for her. Yeah, she did. She like it. She, she loved it. Because honestly, there's times where I'm like, I know. Oh, I could just. I believe me. I say my. <laughs> I I'm just... like, oh my gosh, I could just cook for you every single night. That'd be so nice. <laughs> and just do the laundry. And, right. Like, take as her long house. as you have like a, yes. a fair share of power <laughs> and like exchange yes. of like love yeah. in the relationship. Know. You know, if you have mm-hmm. someone who's like supporting you, you're gonna. I know. Naturally gravitate and yeah. want to do things that I you know. don't naturally do. There's a piece of us that have worked so hard for so long in our lives by ourselves that I'm like. That'd be yeah. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If my only job was to cook for someone in the day, I'd be like, this is great. <laughs> I think it comes with a little bit more than just cooking. Mm. And putting out, I'd probably be more likely to put out more too. I'd be less tired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be much easier to do that. Yeah. I know I put out a lot anyway. <laughs> that's not usually an issue. <laughs> we, find, we find the time for lots of putting out. Yeah. So that's the easy part. Um, yeah, but I, I really, it's in, again, I love this topic because I just, I don't know. I feel like it's just such a great way of really exploring like how we're showing up in like our lives, you know? And when I was doing the research, I could see so much of you Mm. when I was doing it and being like, wow, like sometimes she's really out of balance. And I can see how, like, when you are out of balance like that, that's when you're questioning, like, do I have depression? Is yeah. something wrong with me? But I think really, honestly, yeah, you it's when you need to recharge your feminine side. Yeah. So instead of going on medication, like, I think you need to cultivate a little bit more of that. And then when you do that, you tend to come out of it pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, it's funny. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. And I, it's funny because I've been thinking of that lately. And I was like, oh, how can I? I mean, the business, like the creative part, like I did like a whole social media thing for my business this month. And even though that was like work, it was creative work. Mm. And it allowed me like I really do like writing. I'm really good at it. Um, and so that kind of allowed me to tap into a little bit of my feminine. Um um, I meditate and stuff, and I, but I really, like, I used to go to Barnes & Noble all the time and just sit and read. Mm. So reading books is great for me. And I used to paint with my grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to think about maybe taking, like, a, a class. There's two things I was thinking about. Either going back and taking, like, art lessons again and tapping into that. Or you're going to laugh, but, like, I love, I really love to dance. And there's a part of me that wants to take dance lessons. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. So, I think that's so good. But I also have seen it also too that you have a new, not a new, but you have been cultivating a network of girlfriends mm-hmm. that you've never had in your entire life mm-hmm. before. You know, and there's no, it's really, it's there's no question that that has definitely developed into a new side of you. Oh and watching, yeah, and watching that happen, like it's yeah, really and it's cool. funny because. Um, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't used to see women as safe mm. because I went through the whole mean girl yeah. thing. And yeah. so for the longest time, I actually hung out with guys all the time, which I almost wonder, I'm like, did I cultivate like my masculine side? Like, was it already inborn because I was a hard worker and then it just cultivated because I naturally hung out with boys yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I just thought girls were, I was just like, girls suck. Yeah. But now I'm like, now I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that is, I think that that's an actual true statement. Like you mm-hmm. cultivated more of a masculine energy because of the environment that you, yeah. that you, that you just were in, mm. you know, but it is, yeah. it's cool to see it. And again, like the research I was showing, it was, it yeah. was so easy to, for me to see where I was coming from and yeah. then also to see like where you yeah. were coming from too. And some of those places that you, we get to. Um, and this is kind of like, not really off topic, but kind of, you know, deeding it off the thing, but it, it popped into my head. So I had to talk about it, but um, even with my boyfriend lately, like this, this, knowing this stuff about men has helped me a little bit because, mm. um, 
one of the things I learned in terms of communicating with men is if they're really, really stressed and they have big something big in their life, they do not have the capacity to talk and be open and be vulnerable because they are like in do and survival mode. And so I've actually been able, like recognizing that I've been able to not question our relationship mm. as much and just going back and being like, okay, he's probably really busy. And I also happen to know that he is going through like some stuff now. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let him be and he's going to figure that out. And then when he does reach out to me, I know he's free. And yeah. I've been like, oh, okay, I'm really, and now I just like, I'm actually trying to make him a little bit more of a hero. Like mm. when he does reach out to me, I'm like, oh, you just made me really happy by reaching out for me. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Little things like And that. who knows? Like maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, but I'm experimenting with it. And I yeah. do, it's created a shift within me. Like I feel better knowing that. Right, because when you are, again, when you are in the, the we call it what, chasing, Mm -hmm. doing, Mm -hmm. looking for validation, whatever it is Mm -hmm. in that thing, like that's, that is almost going to repel a little bit more because they want you to be a little bit more like soft and like Mm -hmm. open and yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that for you. (laughs) I do. I love that. I do need that. Yeah. So, and I've actually been trying to make like random strangers like feel really good. How are you even doing that? Well, just like if someone, like if I'm having trouble opening a jar and yes. someone goes to open it, I'm like, can you do that for me? Oh my God, that's so great. Just, it's really just being, you know, acknowledging that someone can help me and, mm-hmm. and that knowing that I don't have to do it all by myself yeah. and accepting more help. So that's mm-hmm. actually been really helpful in shifting me into my feminine. Yeah. Tucker's been really working with me that with that too. And he just says that to right. me. He's like, you know, it's like, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, thank you for helping me. Right. And so he's that. trying to be a hero and he's trying to help you and stuff like that. So yeah. you have to be more receptive to yeah. his help. So. Yeah. And it gets, I get usually pretty emotional when like we talk about that stuff because it's like, you know, me to like be vulnerable like that and, and allowing, you know, it just isn't my first nature, mm-hmm. even though it's what I ultimately want. And it's actually where I'm more comfortable. Again, there's like almost like sometimes there's like a block because it's like, I'm just not used to it and it hasn't mm-hmm. really happened that way for me. So it's like now to have somebody who's like, yes, this is what it's supposed to be like. I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) And I usually get, I usually get pretty emotional about it. Like the letting of letting in and letting go usually creates me to be pretty emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So do you recommend any resources for our listeners? So I do have, I wrote down, well, so I listened to a great podcast about all this stuff too, because I'd be listening to podcasts too. Um, But there's one in um, the Working Against Gravity one that I thought was really, really good. Um, I know there's some resources. Um, there's a Elliot Holtz is a really cool guy to listen to. Um, Paul Check is another guy who's really good to listen to. And these were both like big, big CrossFit athletes. Yeah. Um, that really have dived deep, deep into this topic. Mm. Um, there is, uh, the Power of the Superior Man by David Dido. Dido, it's D E I D O. Mm. Um, his book is really, really mm. good about that uh, about this stuff too. So yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. I would just you know keep. I mean, you can find it really anywhere. Yeah. Um, there's lots of podcasts out there that mm. have a lot of information. And then my suggestions would be, um, because Jen and I both listen to different things and get our information from different sources as well. Um, we don't do everything alike. Shocking. <laughs> Even though everyone thinks we do. <laughs> um, but I I took a course through um, Christine Hassler, H-A-S-S-L-E-R, called um, Be the Queen. Um, and within that program, she sh- suggested this ebook called The Queen's Code. Um, men and women could read this. Um, it's an easy search if you're interested in that. And then um, her husband, um, Stephanos mm. Safanos, S-I-F-A-N-O-S, he is like this really like 
super masculine guy has a like he had like a history of cheating on women and like self-destructive behavior and now he runs this program down in Austin, Texas, where he teaches men to um, not only embrace their like masculine side, um, but in a healthy way. Because yeah. when you are like cheating and doing all these things, self-destruction behavior, that's more being in your unhealthy masculine. Mm. And then also teaches them to tap a little bit more into their feminine energy mm-hmm. so that they can attract like the right yeah. woman in their life. Yeah. Um, so you can go on Instagram and they have links within their Instagram that you can follow and they... Um, Christine Hassler has a podcast called Over It and On With It, which I usually recommend to a lot of people. I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can find us. Where can you find us? You can find us at GoFull Amazon on Instagram. And then Jen has a new website coming out soon. JenOhern.com. Yeah. It's it's like done. I just have a couple more links I have to fix on it and it's ready to rock and roll. Maybe we'll talk about that the next episode. (laughs) And Um, find you. Yes. And then if you want me to freeze your face. Or fix your face. Fix your face. <laughs> but subtlety aesthetics at Instagram. And that's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Uh, don't forget to follow us. And you can hear us on um, Spotify and Apple iTunes.